0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Pick and Roll for the Tuesday NBA Slate. We are back on the board YouTube channel as we are every weekday morning at this time, except for tomorrow. We're usually going live at 1130 a.m. Eastern time for Pick and Roll. Tomorrow, though, we are going to be changing to 30 minutes early because we have a little bit of scheduling issues. So extra 30 minutes early. Uh, If you can't make that, of course, you can still watch at 1130. After the fact, these live stay on the channel. But to stay up to date with all our shows, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and that notification bell as well. Drop a like if you enjoyed this one along the way. So we'll start off today's show. We'll talk about yesterday's plays. Unfortunately, it wasn't Owen to start to the week. We were off by one assist on Cade looked like at halftime that he was going to be able to get us to the six assists that we needed. Wasn't able to do that on his SGP. Bruce Brown shoots very efficiently and goes over by one field goal. He goes to 15 points. We needed under 13 and a half. Pips, a quick word on these plays before the play for today.
1: Yeah, I mean, Bruce Brown, some lucky shooting there. He he, he was like the six from 10 when he covered, then he had like two terrible quick shots later but it finished the game. Just one bucket over the line. And he played uh, the most minutes of anyone in that game, 37. I didn't expect that he played on the rotations to play 31 to 32 minutes in the first two games, so that was kind of surprising. And I think those five minutes could be the, the thing that helped him get over the line. And the second stuff, in the first two game, three games, Killian Hayes had five potential assists, and in the last game he had 16. So they completely went to playing Cade off the ball in that game, and yeah, just something you can't predict. It was first three games it was everything through Cade. He had 15 potential assists, like everything was going through him. And then in just suddenly against the Oklahoma City Thunder, they went everything through Killian
0: Hayes. So that was weird. And yeah, a uh, couple of unlucky ones there. Uh, hopefully, we get it back today. We do have a pick for you guys today. It's 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 a small slate, so it's just a one play that we have for today. This one has been FanDuel. Always moves like, you know, one cent here or there. So stick to right around where it is. But right now, this one is on FanDuel for minus 120. We are going to the Clippers game. It looks like it's going to be a brand new Clippers team out here this season. But we're going to the Clippers game. Just verify we have it. Yes, we do. For the Orlando Magic, who are in town. We're going to take Franz Wagner, 15-plus points, and Kawhi Leonard, 20-plus points. This one currently at minus 120. And we started the show as minus 118. So just right around that area is good for this one. FanDuel does move consistently. They're one of the sharper books when it comes to player props. But nonetheless, Pips, you like this play here for Wagner and for Leonard. The Clippers, obviously, about to look very new in the next few days. We'll talk about the big trade in just a second here, but talk us through this play before we get there. So first of all, let's
1: start with Franz Wagner. So he looked kind of the first options on this team. Bancaro playing terrible so far to start the season. Don't shoot much. Don't actually score much. It's all down to France, actually. So in the first game of the season, he had a pretty difficult matchup against the Houston Rockets scored 19 points in a blowout. Next game against Portland, he did get some ball cover, scored 23 points on poor shooting. So he shot 16 times and got to the line nine times. So he had nine free throws and 16 field goal items. So yeah, in the last game against the Lakers, he had terrible shooting game, five from 17, and still covered this line and scored 16 points. So yeah, his usage is just way too big for, for this line. And against the Clippers, he should be probably the single coverage against Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and some guys off the bench. And, yeah, not easy matchups, but no one else has it better. And with his aggression, and, yeah, I just expect him to, even with some low uh, efficiency, to just slide through this line. And the second part of this bet is Kawhi Leonard. Obviously, like, he's the most consistent, one of the most consistent scorers, like, he always get like 22, 23 points. And now they lost some players and some depth. So Kawhi could play a bit more. He will be needed to play a bit more because the London Magic show that they are a good team. So I don't expect blowout in this game. But also, Kawhi, first game of the season, blowout, short minutes, 23 points. Then against Utah Jazz, they he was double-teamed almost every possession. Still end up scoring 25 points. And then last game against the San Antonio Spurs, again, huge blowout. Kawaii still scored 21 in like two and a half quarter. Like he was done playing with like middle of the third quarter. So still covered. And now I expect close game and I expect Kawaii to just have an amazing game.
0: He, he really is a, a machine with his mannerisms and he's a machine on the court as well with his scoring, as you said, unfazed at all times. And uh, even with the trade that we saw today, or we saw, I don't know when you saw it. I woke up to this one this morning, but um, even with that in play, he should be locked in and hopefully getting those 20 plus points. So once again, 15 plus for Wagner, 20 plus for Leonard, right around minus 120, minus 118 is where we're going to play that. But obviously the big trade happened yesterday between the Clippers and the Philadelphia 76ers. Pips is a big Rockets fan and was a maybe still is of course a big James Harden fan so wanted to get his thoughts on the trade I'm just going to pull up the trade here so we understand completely the components that were involved in this one so the trade as a whole the Clippers got James Harden PJ Tucker and Philip Petrusev. the Sixers got Marcus Morris Nicholas Batum Robert Covington KJ Martin Two first-round picks. I believe it is the 2026 from OKC, the 2028 from the Clippers. Some seconds and a pick swap. Pips, your first reaction to the trade. Who do you think won? I think both teams done well in this one. It's a bit
1: confusing on, on, on on the Clippers' side that they didn't want to give Terrence Mann so bad, that they did give some draft compensation that was maybe a bit too much, but still, I think this is a great trade for both. I always, like, the only thing that these Clipper teams with Paul George Cavalli and need is a great pick-and-roll guy and great creator, and now they got a great one, but I, I have my concern with Harden and Westbrook playing together. Like, if Westbrook wasn't on that team, I would honestly absolutely love this trade, uh, for for the Clippers, but it will be difficult to see how how
0: how they can play together. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one here. Um, Value wise, me and Pitt spoke about beforehand. I mean, Terrence Mann is a twenty seven year old role player. I don't know what it is about him that they want to keep so bad. Especially like adding in Harden, Terrence Mann's role seemingly would diminish a little bit. Uh, but the Westbrook Harden fit is going to be very interesting, of course. But I think it was one pick too many here. The Sixers really had no leverage in this situation. Harden made it explicitly clear. He does not want to play for the Sixers. So value-wise for Harden, even for just one year, pretty good. You get a lot off of a lot of bad contracts, even though they're expiring as well. But just because the Sixers don't really have any leverage to play in this one, I'm not sure how they managed to swindle the extra pick on this one, but they did. So credit to Daryl Morey. Always seems to find a way to, to get the value out of his players in a trade. But I guess the further question now would be about the Clippers. The Clippers have been this kind of this, this team that's like really good, but never really goes anywhere for the last five years. So the Los Angeles Clippers, Harden, Leonard, Paul George. As good as the team seems, I'm still not convinced. The injury bug is always there for PG, for Kawhi. It seems to be biting Harden a little bit at this day and age. Do you think that Clippers are a serious threat in the Western Conference even after this trade?
1: It's always down
0: to are they
1: healthy. If they are healthy, they can win. Like that was the case every year so far. So big if, yeah. yeah, big if. But if they are healthy, they can win. So last season, I think if they were healthy, they could seriously win. Like they are great. They have great coach and great team. There, there are not many teams in the league that have two stars: Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Being great defensive players. So it's not even difficult to, to make a good team around them. They have Zubats, who is also one of underrated players. He's a great defensive guy. He can rebound, he can play with, the, with those guys. Now they have like a great pick and roll guy, great playmaker. The thing is, they just need some shooter around them, and that's it. Like everyone can defend, you can hide hard and easily with those many so many defensive guys. And now you have P.J. Tucker, which he's not a great player anymore, but you can play small ball five some, sometimes in the playoffs, which they didn't have any chance to do in previous seasons. So there are options, and I think they are they're very good. The question is, how does Westbrook and Harden fit? I don't see them playing on the court together. So do you cut down Westbrook to 20 minutes a game? How will that affect him? It's it's difficult. We'll, we'll need to see how does, does it work.
0: Because, I kind of feel yeah. I kind of feel bad for Russ because he was he was doing yeah. well, embracing this kind of lesser role, even as a starter, embracing his lesser role, and now Harden's here. It doesn't seem like they have a great relationship. Westbrook certainly has to drop to the bench now and be the sixth man. So I don't know, a lot for them to figure out. I guess it's a good problem to have. Um, odds wise, the Clippers have now moved into third place, uh, at least on Fanduel. I'm just looking at for the odds to win the Western Conference. They are plus 700 now to make the NBA Finals. Uh, And they have the, uh, obviously, Boston and Milwaukee, since it's an easier road, have the highest odds to win the NBA Championship. But the Clippers are now fifth, just ahead of the Warriors. But these jeans are interesting. Like, you have Kyle Leonard, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, James Harden. And then you have guys
1: like Norman Norman Powell, who can get you 30 points every night. You have Bones Highlands, who's playing way better this season. You have Mason Plumlee
0: and Zubats at the five. Now you have PJ Tucker at it. Yeah, this team—it's <laughs> a great Terrence team, I mean, It's a great team, Terrence. Man, the, this still team would be really good. Yeah, it's amazing team. Yeah, it, it's just—it's yeah, like I, 10, I'm not—I'm af- not afraid. I just—I'm not afraid because I cannot trust this team to be healthy. I I just can't. I cannot trust Kawhi Leonard in particular to be healthy for. First of all, he has to be healthy at the start of playoffs. Then he has to be involved in 16 wins. Like, that's going to cost them 30 games maybe or so. There's just no way. There's just, like, looking back on the Raptors' championship, it is honestly a miracle that he got through that entire playoffs without any injury. (laughs) Truly a miracle. So I I can't see it. And, And Paul, even if he is healthy, Paul George has injury issues if they're both healthy. Harden deals with injury uh, like niggling injury issues as well, not to the same degree, not anywhere near to the same degree, but I don't know. It's just always something with the Clippers that I, I just can't trust them. I I don't know. That's that's all I can really say on them. Yeah. but on paper, hell yeah. That is a bonafide super team. A super team with stars as you said who can actually play defense as well. So if they're healthy that's the best team in the nba that's sorry maybe not the nba that's the best team of the west that might be the best team in the nba to be honest if they're healthy if if, if they're healthy.
1: They, there are so many great teams now like they can they go against the boston celtics sure but it's, they are not a problem better team there like it's it's yeah. close against denver nuggets when the, the, the rotation goes like to seven men like they then there is a very 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 good team then
0: I, I, on paper, I might favor. I favor the Clippers over the Suns on paper. I fa- yeah. I might I might favor them over Denver, but if Denver have home court, which they probably will, and Clippers' health, I don't. Know. I I think I think the odds are correct where they are right now. Clippers are behind the the Nuggets and Suns, like quite like quite heavily, just in front of the Warriors and Lakers. I think that makes sense at this point. Yeah, I I would agree. Yeah so we'll see how all that turns out the hard and fit is going to be interesting the heart and motivation is going to be also very interesting he's in a contract year so i don't really see why there wouldn't be motivation but you never really know what james i Harden think hard and
1: motivation is
0: very high all right i'm i'm excited to see how it looks it, yeah. it, when again when healthy i'm i'm excited to see what this looks like i think this is a chance to make some fireworks if you're a clippers fan you have to like the fact that they're still going all out on this project here while they can, because clock seems to be ticking a little bit. That 2028 first first-round pick that's going to the Sixers might be, I think it will be, very, very valuable the way it seems to be heading at the moment. So that'll wrap up the show. Uh, Here is the play that we have from today. It is in the Magic against the Clippers. It is Franz Wagner, 15-plus points. Kawhi Leonard, 20-plus points for minus 120 odds. I'm seeing in the chat that this one is minus 135 on some other books like DraftKings. So get this price while you can. Make sure you're using an odds comparison tool like Betstamp for all of your sports wages to ensure you're getting the best possible price. You lose less on your losers. You win more on your winners. It takes you just an extra few seconds to check for the best possible price. Use our link in the description to sign up. Betstamp.app slash to see what sportsbooks are available in your location. I'll be back tomorrow with Pips. 30 minutes earlier than normal, so make sure you stay tuned for that. But we'll be back every day this week in the morning, and I'll be back on Thursday as well with Kirk Evans. So subscribe to the channel. Drop a like if you enjoyed. Me and Pitts will see you tomorrow. Thank you again, everybody.